Welcome to Murder Moose Podcast, Podcast episode 148, part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. It's in the game. Josh, and I want to know, what is two weeks from now? I want to see if Josh can math this real hard. Where did he go? I don't know. He disappeared. Oh. Josh, huh? what's two weeks from now? I don't fucking know. We're on episode 148, so next week will be episode 149. And that means the week after that, it will be episode what, Josh? 169? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't grow up in the U.S. with the rest of us, okay? You don't get to be that bad at math. Try again. What's, What's so good about 150? Who gives a fuck? It's a 50 numbered show. That means it's like, it's not as cool as 100, but like, Almost. Yeah. You're making a big deal out of it, but like I was supposed to know or something. I'm like, what What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, Josh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal because it's like about, I think that's about 50, a whole year's worth of shows Ken's been on. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ken started like, like she did the, like the first three or four. This is about a year. Like now that I think about it, but we're real close. So. Yeah, because uh, I was on with your 100 episode, and I was yeah. like, are you sure you want me here? You, you'd done the last couple episodes before that, too, so you've been yeah. here a year. I mean, That's when you before. were like, yeah, you were a guest, but then you just came back like two weeks in a row, and it's like, oh, okay. It was more okay. than two weeks in a row. It kept being like, Ken's coming back, and we're like, Ken's just here now. It's permanent. <laughs> yep. It's permanent. It's permanent. Um. What's up, you beautiful motherfuckers? It's like raining here, and uh, it is a it's weird heat day. wave here. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot, and my humidifiers are my dehumidifiers are running. I've gone from a seventy percent humidity level down to like a forty-five oh my to God, fifty, kill me. and it's so much better. Seventy <laughs> percent? What is wrong? Seventy percent because I'm in a basement. So, so? it's just I'm in a basement. It's Dude, like she's she's in the part of the country that has like it's a rainforest technically. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. Yeah, uh, Canada is dry. Yeah, Why no, do it's you very wet. Any play area of the world that grows Dolly Parton's tits like that size, you, you just have to have lots of moisture <laughs> to grow tits that big, Josh. That's that science. Is- <laughs> exactly. Oh, tits right. tits require lots game. of moisture to grow as large as Dolly Parton's did. Yeah. And I Oh, okay. I, I saw it by the way in this I don't know why Dolly Parton like like moves my thought process in this direction, but now they have a Priscilla Presley movie coming out and it just like I think it goes Dolly Parton to Elvis to Priscilla cuz it was before Talk to Me and I'm like we just had an Elvis movie last year, and at some point we'd have to do Bubba Hotep on the show, but that's besides the point. Okay. What was I that? I have a Josh? Bubba Hotep toy. Right there. Wait, where is he? Yeah, he's down there. Nice. I love Bubba Hotep. I don't think it's seen it. We went over this at some point, but <laughs> Bubba Hotep. I was is like amazing. very, very obsessed with Bruce Campbell in my like. 
know when it started. I think I was in my teen years. So I was like super into filmmaking, but really, really into like indie, indie filmmaking. So Bruce was like, oh, yes, to me, right? Because yeah. he was hilarious and he was in all the movies that I was like, oh, I could totally make something like this. And then I did. Yeah. But it didn't and have Bruce Campbell in it. So, of course, it really just wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> how could you not have Bruce Campbell in it, Josh? How? One day. How? One day I'll make a film that has Bruce Campbell in it. Well, but I, mean, I better no. act fast because he might go the way of Pee Wee Herman. And that would not oh. be good. How can you say such things out loud, Josh? I Well, I grew up fucking lo- loving Pee Wee Herman. I was obsessed with the movie. I had the, the doll that with the pole string. He was like a plush toy with a, a plastic head. And I would put him on the end of my bed and his hair being like painted black would leave scuff marks on my wall <laughs> from him like falling. And, and you couldn't get them out. Like there was, no, it was, he was painting my wall with his head. I miss I have, that fucking Pee Wee. I have a confession. I've never seen the Pee Wee Herman movie. I've, I, I watched it when this. I was really little, and I could not tell you much about it other than a flying bicycle and like random stuff. I remember when yeah. he went to hell, I would get scared and have to go and sit on the stairs until the hell scene was done. <laughs> uh, See, I don't remember I, that. I was I obsessed remember. with it. I I watched the the show a little bit as a kid, and with uh with um, uh Morpheus and. The King of the Hobos, but also on a side note, this is kind of a spoiler, but not really. I don't know. They're making a John Wick five, and I'm very confused. Is is the next thing that because yeah, but they're Morpheus, making ballerina first, and then John Wick five. But I just don't want it to be fucking Saw ten, like where they're doing like this is John Kramer when he's like you know forty. When he's like really eight hundred and seventy-two, Keanu Reeves and the all of them have just ramped up and made them better and better. So I don't know what you're even talking about. It's like apples and fucking shit in a bag. No, I mean, I mean, when a character is no longer um, alive in a a series, and you keep making movies in the series, and keep picturing that character. Yeah, but you saw (laughs) ten that he's coming back, right? I saw what? It, on the poster, it says The Return. Of John Kramer? Or yeah, Reeves? he's coming back. <laughs> I no, 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 no. In co- Saw movies. What's I, his name? I uh, don't know, man. All I know, is, all I know is that the trailer came out for Saw 10, and they were going to suck a guy's eyeballs out through weird tubes. And Yes? Uh, Let's talk about that. Sorry, my audio, Josh, is going to have a random slight cut there. Um the eyeball thing, I am loving that this is like the year of the eyeball. No, nope. like, nope. loving nope. it. There has been nope. so much. Like, you've got <laughs> Evil <laughs> Dead Rising eyeballs. Uh, you've got this movie eyeballs. You've got nope. whatever that's going. Saw eyeballs. Like, I'm all for it. No, nope. pop those eyeballs out. Don't I? I will say before we get oh, into talk man, to me talk. Movie. I, I, I made, I made gasping noises in the theater going ah! like because i was horrified because the fucking god stop eyeball shit just stop it stop it stop it listen okay. if i have to go through years and years of the strangers and home invasions 
you can take a minute and absorb all of the I just beautiful don't goodness of eyeball gore. I don't want to watch anything with my trifobophobia, trifophobia. Like, I feel like your triangle phobia. No, it's like the holes. A triangle. Yeah. It's more yeah. like round or uh, hexagon. I don't know. Josh anything. Is, Josh is scared of buttholes. <laughs> no, I'm not scared of butthole. But if there's like a whole bunch of them side by side by side by side by side, then I'd be like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> so so I think, Ken, the scariest episode of TV for Josh Avery would be the episode of Bob's Burgers when Gail paints the animal buttholes and then they paint them off in the restaurant. <laughs> That's such an iconic uh, episode, though. It is. It is indeed. And I will <laughs> never see it. I know. Just like Ken will never see Psycho Gorman. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Sure like I said, by someone else now. I'm getting influenced. I've had it kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, OK. Oh, it's not it's not just from these two random assholes that I know on the Internet. It's in. Someone in real life is telling me that it's a good movie. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to say, you guys, I um I finished up The Witcher three at uh, the the season this this weekend, which turns before Henry Cavill turns into whatever generic uh, Hemsworth brother that's in the show. But and that was fine. Like there was a whole episode of a character just trousing through the the desert, which I'm like, you know, whatever. But I watched all of Twisted Metal, and it wasn't the it? best already. There's only ten episodes, and they're like thirty minutes. So I know, it but wasn't... still, I had a fun time with it. Um, it looks it, fun. It like it, I like the take... cast too. Like, yeah, it didn't take itself seriously, and it was goofy and a good time. And Anthony Mackie is I. I was like, I was like this man has the most dad bod I've ever seen and this motherfucker is Captain America. And I I love it. They show him without a shirt on and he's just got like a like middle-aged black dude dad bod and I'm like this is perfect and I fucking love it because it makes sense. You're sitting in a car all day in the post post apocalypse like yeah, but and- you get paid extra from fucking Disney to do a fucking regiment. He'll get back in shape. I mean, obviously. Yeah, but and also, I didn't realize Sandman was in that movie, and I, I thought, or that show, and I, I, uh, he looks like he has white hair, so he looks a billion years old in it. But the guy who plays Thomas Sandman H- in Spider-Man Three, oh, that Sam Thomas Hayden Church or whatever the fuck his name is, or yeah, yeah, that guy, yep. But no, I liked it, and Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine's in it, so that made me happy. So yes, I would say if you like things that don't take themselves too seriously. And uh, Samoa Joe, the wrestler, is in it as a uh, as Sweet Tooth, even though Will Arnett voices him. But it's Samoa Joe, the wrestler, as the body of Sweet Tooth. I had fun with it. It was enjoyable. The body of Christ. The body of Christ compels you. There's a Exorcist trailer. I guess, oh my god, I, that looks like I shit. Uh, again, this is what you get for watching these trailers, Ken. I I yeah, need I don't to. Watch shit. I was not going to watch it because I don't usually watch trailers, but I was like, oh, I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued. I'll look. And the further in I got, the more I was like, I'll see it. I know I'm (laughs) going to see it. I don't know who the frick I'm trying to who the fuck I'm trying to kid. But like. I'm not going to like it. 
<laughs> I don't I know. Just... Uh, the best the best Exorcist movie is Exorcist Three. So I mean, I like I, I like Exorcist Three better than I like The Exorcist. But <laughs> I'm like, how was it in? Uh, I was just gonna say for Twisted Metal, seeing uh, what's her name from Ash vs Evil Dead. Outside of that, because I haven't seen her in anything except that, who? so it's cool to see her know. in this. I don't know which or who you're talking about. The the lead actress. Uh, uh, she's not in it very much. Let me see something. Uh, let me see. I'm looking it up because I I watched all of Ash vs Evil Dead. I'm trying to figure. Oh, that's is that Rosa? Oh no! I, I think. Wait, yeah, that's her, isn't it? No, that's Rosa. Oh no, it's, it's the girl from Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? That's, I said that like five minutes ago. I can't Josh. hear you. I no, you can hear me, but you don't listen, Josh. No, I have you turned down today. I turned my mic down. Is it not? No, no, no. Like... no. In my ears, I turned you down. But then I realized that I'm like my my inner dialogue is louder than you, so I should probably turn you up. <laughs> I mean. I don't even know what to say about that, Josh. Like, I don't huh? know what to say. Exactly. Huh? Exactly, Josh. Talk to me. Uh, <laughs> talk to me. No, we got other things. We got to ca- catch up a couple more things before we go. And we then we will. No, that's what I'm saying. To talk to me. Talk to me. Um, What else have you guys been up to watching? Oh, I'm, my gosh. I've, I've made a fence. I didn't watch anything. Ken. What do you I've been watching so much shit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Good. I've been watching a bunch of stuff. I've been on a deep dive in podcasts. I'm so deep. So deep. Um, I've I've been listening to last podcast on the left now for quite a while and Chaluminati. And I have like run out of content. So I'm re-listening to the Manhattan Project series that Last Pod did. And then Chaluminati just released their um JFK stuff, their new JFK stuff. So that's been really good. I've been Sounds watching Sounds like you're looking for uh some suggestion. Why oh, yes. I actually have a whole <laughs> list of uh conspiracies that I'm gonna dive down into. But um I've been watching I got really into Avatar the Last Airbender and then I I made I broke a rule. I had a rule of no it's plushies. Appa. But it's, it's Appa. Appa. Yip, yip. I only I only know that's Appa because my good friend from my Hearthstone days, uh Jeff, his like his like online persona was Appa. So I knew these things. Yip, All yip. I know is that that uh uh, Classy Katie, when she watched the live action movie, was got so mad because of how they pronounced his name. <laughs> Who Ang or Appas? Ang. Ang. Yeah, they said. I, I don't think they said Ang, and and she got oh really angry, upset about it. She got very, very upset because M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong sucks. As we've gone over, wait, this podcast he did. Oh Jesus! Yes, yeah, it was an abomination. Well, now I kind of want to watch it just to see how bad it was, but I think he did Lady in the Water, and then that was like his or, or the happening, and then that was like his next movie was like was it was the Avatar, like, fucking spiral to hell. I've been yeah, watching Korra, um, Avatar. I've been watching The Legend of Korra. I've been watching. 
primarily just a lot of podcasts. I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts. Have you guys been watching the new season of What We Do in the Shadows? I watched the first couple episodes and now I'm behind. They did that. I've enjoyed that. Like the last episode was pretty good. Uh, And then the new Futurama started. There's a new Futurama. That was funny. That was really fucking funny. I liked it. And yeah, I came so. into your stream. That's about as much I've been on, like watching stuff. I was like, oh, I don't know why my TV turned on to Twitch. Hey, look, Rod's on. And as long as I talk to you, that's as long as I've like had time to watch it. That wasn't very long. No, Josh it wasn't. was making Josh was busting my balls and doing the things that he did. So that was At right before did- I saw this movie. Yes. That you and Kinbo saw it on Thursday night. I like I had I was a slacker and I waited till yesterday morning. I waited days. I couldn't wait. I, well, I can't actually, wait no, to talk I, about where I saw it. <laughs> it was projected on Dolly Parton's boobies. Yes. Like it was it was an IMAX screen. They yes. double as an IMAX screen because she's got big old boobies. Yes. Big old boobies. Big booby. Uh what are you doing, Josh? I love my new phone case. I just keep messing with it. Is it like a stand? Yeah, it's a stand, but it also holds my like cards and stuff. Uh, oh God, he's got he's got like uh, American Psycho cards. No, this is my <laughs> whatever card. It is three point six centimeters thick, and it has the whitest white eggshell and. <laughs> You want to see my actual business? This is my actual business card. Oh, put your penis away, Josh! Put your penis away! Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God, Josh. I told you, you can't show your penis on this podcast, Josh. Uh, That's not what you said last night. No, I said you can show it to me before the podcast. Oh. It's very different, very different Josh. Oh. That was like... That was like a thing that I needed to see. Kim's ready. Okay. Let us dive in <laughs> to talk to me. The 2023 movie that came out on Friday. but Thursday. Because Ken and I both saw it Thursday. <laughs> Shut up, Josh. It came out on Friday. Okay. <laughs> a group of friends. God damn it, Josh. And a group of friends. God damn it, Josh. God damn it, you ADHD motherfucker. Can, can I have the Josh last back from last week that like paid attention? Okay. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using the, a bombed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Okay. I have to say, this film gave me smile vibes. Yeah, me too. And yes. a lot of ways... I liked it had comparable smile content like where like it would be ah but this movie also made me go like draw my jaw like hereditary like at a certain point towards the end of the film because of fucking insane shit the but, violence in this is violent which yeah. and it the sound design adds to oh. the visceralness of the movie like cuz yeah. without the sound being a, like a slap fucking scares you because it's so loud in the mix on purpose. Fucking great. Loved it. 
the the sound is really really great. I will say, and I'm gonna say this out front because I don't want I want to talk about how much I did enjoy this film. Like I said, smile vibes, but it felt like it was missing some of that like world building that Smile had. Like, like I feel like they didn't have the entire like idea of what was happening in their heads as much as the Smile creators did. Like I, the Smile creators in my brain yeah, but the had smile, this. Smile was a lot bigger budget and was a studio well, film to that, start with. This was an indie film. That they funded themselves and then it got purchased I, by A24. I listen, Josh. I'm not talking about budget because I don't think Smile's budget was all that much bigger than this movie's budget, Josh. It was like, uh at least four and a half million dollars more than this movie. This which isn't that much more in, a, in movies. I heard they did it for like a million dollars or something. Wait, where the flip did my and I thought uh, no, smile they, was they did like not. Five or something. Uh, talk to me. The budget was because I just had it pulled up. Hold on. Uh, four point five million for this. Uh, box office was ten million. Sorry, you may have said four point five, and I totally just zoned out. No, you didn't. No one said it. Okay. Yeah. I said four point five for Smile. I thought, but I could be I, wrong there too. Smile was wasn't like that much more, but like. That wasn't. I, I'm not talking about budget. I'm talking about the movie being developed. Smile having, was made for seventeen million dollars. Yeah. So I mean, the, that's, I'm not talking about special effects, Josh. Anymore. I'm not talking about whatever. I'm talking about the world building. That's what I'm talking about specifically, because I I I like this movie better than Smile at times, and I like Smile better at times. But I really did enjoy this. I like. And especially like it feels like this movie's been getting more hype than like any other horror this mo- movie this year than maybe besides Evil Dead. Honestly, and, I but, liked this more than Evil Dead. In uh, a year that Evil Dead came out and I was anticipating it more than anything, this movie came out of nowhere for me. It in comparison, and I yeah. fucking I I love this so much more because it is. It knew, I don't know. I have to disagree with you on, on a few things because, like, honestly, I feel like it is a genre, very genre-specific, subgenre of horror. The, and it knows all the tropes, but I feel like it changed enough of the things to make it its own thing. Uh, you know, like the hand thing. I love, um, the way they came in. Like all these things you've seen done before but like layered the way they were and then um the way it's presented and how violent some of the things were it just yeah uh, it all it came but together fucking about, well especially for I'm a first about, movie out of the gate like first i'm talking about length. world building i'm not talking about the violence i'm talking that fucking thing that smile had this story where they're like tracing it back this thing was just like they had like oh this guy goes yeah, and but mur- like tries to they mur- do the opposite I, I feel like they did it on purpose because of how this one ends and it it lends itself to that this has been going on and just been passed and like it i love that it was through the eyes of uh, a high school student and and the way they would perceive it and the way they would like get the object as well it's like i don't know it was some guy at a fucking party and the the way it's just like oh my this guy's doing something cool at his house let's go and check it out like it's that easy to be influenced by your friends and to go into these stupid situations and then to abuse it like they did. And I I feel like 
a normal horror movie with like adult characters like Smile had, there's more sense to it. But the fact that this was, you know, the story was told through teenagers well, the, and stuff, it made it teenage, so it was, yeah. The teenager thing wasn't my issue with any of it. And, and I don't, it's not a big issue. It like it's the one thing about this film that I'm just like I wish there was more like we don't know they kind of joke about it being a like a, a psychic's hand or a, a whatever hand that has ceramic over it but there is no context into what like it is that's coming through it right there's like it's like oh you're talking to dead people but it just all it came across to me was it was a demon who was manipulating whoever was opening it to like you know do whatever. And I, I, it was that, that the, I feel like the this, ending was well, because of how it ended, it sets it up for potential like franchise movie. Like, I Smile want... is going to be a franchise. I would love this to be a franchise. I, I, to think learn more. Yeah. I, but I don't know. I, it just, it was funny for how much I loved most of it. I just, I was, I was like, I wanted more of like why this was happening in it. And, and, that might have been because they they did a, such a great job with the, the film overall. Because I, I, I want this clear all right. I just want to talk about the thing that kind of like I was like, when I walked out, I wanted a little more of like what it was or why it was or like how it was, you know, like and they didn't give any of that. And I'm just like, ah, but 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 this movie fucking. I think this movie shocked me and made me like go ah and made like like drop my jaw more than a horror film has in a while, man. Like this film, like you talk about the sound mix, Josh, and you talk about the violence skin, and it's just like when it gets violent, it, this movie gets the the first like they do a real good job of making the violence in this movie come out of nowhere, right? Like real, real nowhere. Like the opening scene, in this film the uh the party and like everything like that that violence comes out of nowhere and then the fucking scene uh the like the scene the next scene where it gets real violent later on it's the same kind of thing where you don't expect violence and when it comes it comes fucking hard we go back to the eyeball shit the kid was bringing up fucking ah uh, i just i hate eyeball shit and they were fucking the head against the fucking desk on the wall and just like every single time it just made me cringe it was like i was like eh, no because you feel like your head is slamming against the desk and it feels like your head is just uh, i think i don't want to spoil things too much and maybe i'll spoil it a little bit later on because it was the real thing one of the things that did kind of drive me to go but why at the end of the film but like man the violence in this film when it hits jesus fucking christ because i think the last real scene of like couple scenes of violence that happened in this film, like the last like you know fifteen twenty minutes of it, I had my jaw on the floor a couple times. I was just like, the 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 scene in the bedroom with the, the character and her do- her dad and the, and the fucking the wheelchair scene, both of those. I'm like, you know, I just was like horrified, horrified. I I I was making weird noises, and I'm like the most like I don't make noises at a movie, right? And I was making noises because shocking and just like going like stuff that I didn't expect. It it was this movie just like left me going. I I feel like they had that perfect insight into what like 
what buttons to push on people, right? They were just like, oh, these are buttons. Oh, we're going to hit this. We're going to we're gonna make these, like, there were, it wasn't jump scares, any of this shit, right? It was just like the, oh, we're going to fuck with you, and we're going to fuck with you real hard in the ways that we know. You know what? I, I assume, Josh, after the years of these guys doing their jackass videos on YouTube, and, like, they had, like, people go, oh, this part of this, and, like, made people cringe, and they took that, and they, like, amplified, like, the real world stuff where it was, like, Johnny Knoxville getting kicked by a bull and going unconscious and like having a like whatever like that kind of stuff where they did all the shit and people would comment and they like were like listing this shit out and like okay we're gonna do this in a horror movie we're gonna do this in a horror movie we're gonna do this in a horror movie because fuck and they're committing this level of violence on like 14 year olds like the 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 kid that has a lot of the violence in the film happened to him is like 14 and it's like they took like hereditary with the death scene and they just amped it up to 11 and that scene was already like what a 10 they just fucking went oh okay we like that Boof. we're gonna turn up more okay josh you could get off the camera off of just me <laughs> did josh die josh did you talk to me and then you uh i think he left god damn it josh god damn it Ken, I guess it's just on me the rest of the stream because, or the last of basket podcast because Josh decided he needed to go have sex or something. He was like, he was like, oh, oh no, he's why is back. there two kins? Why is there two kins there? I don't know. Josh, can you like? God damn it, Josh! It's you fine. are driving me crazy. Josh, can you be serious, please? Josh. God. Are you done fucking talking? Holy shit, man. There we go. You put the camera on me so I talked. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. I'm fine. I won't say anything the rest of the podcast. No. <laughs> like that would happen. Josh, I have to say, as... Uh, like four million, and I think a lot of that they were saying in the the the, the documentary type thing that they played at the Alamo beforehand was because they were shooting in Australia, and it made, I guess, shooting in Australia is more expensive for some reason. I guess, like, I know that like Sydney is an expensive fucking city. I don't know if they ever said where they were shooting this in Austra Australia, but like, it's uh, apparently not a very cheap place to shoot. Even though I think like places like Marvel and shit go out and shoot there because they can get lots of like open land for, you know, doing big action scenes and shit like that. But, um, uh, it was shot in. It was set. Oh wait, no, it was set in, not shot in. I don't know Australia well enough. I just yeah, know Sydney. I don't know. Um. Yeah, that I'm not I'm not positive on. I do know that um, I'm just going to jump around for a second. I saw this at a really cool place that I did not know existed. It was called Central Cinema in downtown Knoxville. It's in like kind of a more art style part of town. It's very like there's not a lot out there, but the stuff that is out there is great. They're trying to kind of like revive that part of the city, I guess. But yeah. it's really cool because it's a single screen crowdfunded theater. Oh, that's um, cool. And the screen is very small. Like 
it may be I think the theater itself is probably about as wide as my living room down here. It's long, but it's about as wide. Screen's really small. Um, the sound is awesome. The sound quality was phenomenal. But the whole thing, I guess, was brought up in like I was looking it up. It's like 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. And then like the community helped fund a bunch of it. And then the um, horror cinema group in the area that does stuff they like did a big backing of it and then people can go in and back bits of it and then you get like a tile you like oh, pick cool. you pick a frame from any movie and then you get a tile that goes on the wall with your name on it and i think it's only like 30 bucks or something so like i may throw one up there but it was really neat and so not only do they do like you know for this one they did it because it's a horror movie but like they have um, like anime days and they have um, like martial arts days and then they have like special screenings. I'm going to go see old boy, um, the original old boy that's being re-released. Um, so not the new one that you guys hate so much. I'm going to go see that. Um, they also have like a lot of meet and greets with actors and commentary like the the actors will come in and do commentary over the movie and um, cool. they're doing some stuff with the room movie they've got some stuff coming up with the people that did the what we do in the shadows movie not the show um but they do a ton of stuff and then they've got stuff for like kids and they do but it's really really neat and so like it's closed all day you walk in uh they open like 30 minutes before the show starts it's a one dude operation he sells you your tickets and your drinks or whatever he turns on this little tiny popcorn machine behind him you go in it's very like you're just very respectful of the space. Like it just feels like you treat this space like the best thing ever. There are, there were the coolest Texas Chainsaw Massacre posters I've ever seen that were all signed. They had so much cool stuff. It was an awesome experience. Would I see something like Oppenheimer there? No, hell no. But talk to me in there just felt right. It was like, it was so nice. But as far as um, the movie itself goes, I loved it. Um, I went into it with this feeling that it was going to be kind of cringy, that it was just going to be kind of meh. Like, I don't know why. It was just something about one of the previews that had popped up in one of the movies that we were watching that I was like, "Eh, I don't know, like whatever. So when I went into it, I was like, "Eh, it might be good. And it started out kind of like, I was like, "Eh, okay, whatever. And then it progressed and I was like, this is awesome. This is so good. Now you mentioned sound and like how much the movie did kind of rely on the sound to do its job. There were moments that I felt it was a little bit too much. Like the pillow scene, they definitely do a good job of scaring you when they beat the shit out of her with the pillow. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Did someone get shot? No, it was just a pillow. (laughs) But... You want you want to know what was the t- scene that they they overdid the sound effects the toe sucking I was about su- to say it I was about to say oh my god the best part of that okay so if you're new to this and don't know who we are or who I am that's fine I wouldn't expect you to um, I have been working in content creation online for the last eight years um, actually longer than that now but I've been. You know, obviously, I grew up with the Internet, right? So and I'm part of the unfortunate generation. Okay, let me rephrase that because somebody's (laughs) going to get offended. I'm part of the generation and I guess it's not just my generation of people that like feet. I mean, I'm not going to yuck your arms. And he's way older than us. Fair. It's just a thing. But yeah. Fair. I do not like feet. 
So I do not either. So it was really funny, though, because there were people in this theater that I guess I, I would assume that everybody in there had been exposed to the Internet because of the like group of people that were there. Yeah. But when the foot scene happened, there was this one guy behind me that was like, what the hell? What is that? Why was it? And I was like, how do you know? But like everybody around me is like cracking up and like laughing. And I'm just like, wow, that was that was a ludicrous display right there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It was funny. I laughed, but it was it was just funny hearing everybody else's reactions, which I think is one of those things that I really miss from smaller theaters that are actually full. Cause whenever I go to the movies, yeah. there's like maybe three other people there, but this place, yeah. because it was so limited, was pretty busy. That sounds fucking cool though. That sounds like I, I've always had like the few times I've been to smaller. I mean, Alamo is not huge, but it's like, you know, it's like not, it's bigger than a thing like that. I, there's a theater in Denver. I think it's called the Aztec and it had like two screens in it. Like it's like downtown Denver and it's very like old school. And I saw I saw Black Swan there with a buddy because it was like the only place playing back there like that was playing it because that was before Alamo even opened up in the area, and it was a cool experience like because it was old school too right so that kind of stuff is always like I feel like you get more like movie like true movie lovers that go to things like that and that's like they're more respectful usually and they're more like you're not getting people who are going to like get up and like walk out in the middle of the movie or talk. And Nobody's on their phones. Like I felt like, cause normally when we're in the big theaters, like I'll be completely honest, I'll be the one who has their phone down beside them. Lowest light level. That'll flip it up just to see, okay, do I have a message? No, you know, there was no way in hell I was touching it just cause like you can feel like we all respect each other. This is a space like you don't do this. So it was neat. I mean, but that's it made like kind the movie of even better. That's like what Alamo has built their whole like you know brand on is like respect for film, right? Respect for cinema and respect for movie lovers and all that shit. And it's like that theater. I've I've the amount of times I've gone compared to the amount of times I had trouble. Like I had more trouble like last year when they were playing Harry Potter movies and they were like like people who don't usually go to the theater were there and they're like like on their phones. I'm like I'm gonna fucking lose my goddamn mind that was the that was the experience i had watching smile was it yeah there was just like teenagers that came in late that kept leaving and coming back they were on their phones the entire time and i left my assigned seat and moved to a different one because they were so fucking annoying yeah man that's the kind of shit that i i will lose my fucking mind and it's like again it's i know i'm spoiled having almo here but like it just like it like respects cinema and it respects the f- and, it, and man, I'm sorry. Like I'm paying ten bucks for fifteen bucks for a movie ticket. That's a lot of fucking money. I'm not gonna waste my fucking time and, like in money, like not paying attention and bullshitting and doing all this other stuff, man. And it's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, Josh, how long have you have you followed these guys' YouTube channel? I know you you said you had watched it for a while, and they were showing like highlights of their YouTube channel before their thing. And I'm just like, I love that they, they put the kid watching the Sidemen in the movie too, because they did a whole bunch of shit with Sidemen uh, over the years as well. Um, that's you know KSI who made Prime and stuff. The, the yeah, um, just massive. Uh, I don't know. I it was one of those things like a year 
year and a half ago, I think. Like YouTube, I watch a shit ton of YouTube. Like I don't. Yeah. I think the the watching of movies is hard for me now because I know I can't put in more than like a half an hour or so in small chunks of like watch time unless I'm first yeah. thing in the morning with my coffee and city skylines it's just whatever's on in the background type thing and i know yeah if i put city skylines on my laptop i'm not watching anything that's actually on the tv so i used to watch the movies for murder moose at that time and then i realized i was like hardly fucking watching the movie so yeah. I don't know. youtube is yeah they know what i want to see and they put that in front of me like a year ago year and a half and i binged so many of their videos yeah. it was I don't know. It's like jackass meets a, a whole bunch of the like filmmaking channels that I watch that make like short films, action films, but they're like yeah. they're wrestlers as well. So they're doing their own stunts. And then it, that's where the jackass thing came in because they're really hurting themselves and like taking it to the fucking next level for content. Yeah. And the stuff that they were showing before the movie at like Alamo, it reminded me of like what like a more violent, what's his name? King Vader that guy yeah. who does like like it's more like violent like uh, this isn't a, like a, a, a shot on australia but like I, I like every like the interactions i've had with australians and like with the like the talking i've heard and listening to jason ellis who is a skateboarder and he did serious <laughs> and he does podcasts oh does he still do podcasts i used to yeah, listen he, to ellis every fucking day yeah he he does a to podcast and from school every day because well yeah. on the way back because his show was in the afternoon on my way home from college and i would listen yeah. to him every day i love ellis man but like that man and like his experiences with and he's got a he's got a podcast with uh tony hawk now like oh, those cool, two cool. podcasts together but yeah uh like Australians are very like hardcore motherfuckers, man, and like so none of that stuff like you're talking about surprises me, Josh, and it doesn't surprise me that they were, because like my my image like my my interactions with Australian horror has been pretty fucking good, like the loved ones, the yes. loved ones is fucking twisted, man. It's like that and like uh, the first uh, show we did, uh, for this podcast was an Australian movie. Oh, uh, uh yeah, uh, what's it called? The one about dementia, which yeah. I think I that was think, more like highbrow horror, but still. Yeah, and I think that both of you and I probably liked that movie more that like as time went on, went on because that was like a thinking man's horror film. That was like yeah. a very like it was like you said it was highbrow, but like yeah, it was one of those films that you thought about and you kept thinking about because elevated. Of, like, they yeah, elevated, elevated their eyebrows. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and then there's that the slasher one that I like. I really like that they I've seen. So like Australian horror has been pretty entertaining from what I've seen. Um, we used to like do a deep dives into like you know area specific. It was like, hey, yeah. we're we're in Paris now. Now we're in uh, Japan. Now we're in like Korea. Uh, I would love to like focus again for a bit. I was and, and I see was what trying we could to do. do. I was trying to do more French horror, and then we kept getting distracted. Like we did inside, and we did, uh, we did, uh, Titan, high tension, and Titan. Yeah, um, I want to do Martyrs still at some point. Um, we did Revenge too, Josh. We did oh, yeah. another one that was another uh, that was French really good. Horror. Um, but yeah, French horror has impressed me. Uh, I there are plenty of other places I would love to dive into more, and but like. 
there's Mexican horror I, I would like to go into too. Like, because I've seen the Tigers are not afraid. I think is that what that film's called, which is a pretty wild little uh, Mexican horror film too. Um, but yeah, Didn't we do it that? was. No, I think we talked about it at some point. Okay, I watched that on my own, and I think when it was on Shutter. Um, but yeah, like the. Uh, I mean that, and we go to Wolf Creek, right? Which is another Australian movie. That, oh, which is, Wolf Creek's fucked. <laughs> Wolf Creek I is that a long time. Yeah, I think I saw that. Though I only saw it once. And I think I saw it in the theater. Um, they made a TV show too, right? Like they made a TV show based off of it and a sequel. But the the fucked up thing about that movie was they based it on true events, and like basically about people disappearing. It was the same thing where. Like Leatherface is based on Ed Gaines, oh, right, so it's yeah. like Hannibal Lecter kind of thing. But yeah, the Australia is a fucking scary place, man. Everything's starting to kill you. So you get some, you, you grow some tough ass motherfuckers in that country, man. Um, well, when the spiders are as big as your face or bigger, and drop bears, the evil drop bears that with their their like chlamydia, they will drop bear into your face and face fuck you, and then you have chlam- then you have face chlamydia. From a koala bear, Josh. And you want to talk about a way to go. Dying from face chlamydia after your face got humped by a drop bear. And Speaking of face chlamydia, you guys heard about the leprosy outbreak in Florida, right? No, but it doesn't surprise me. Yep. You know, I, I, I feel like when... <laughs> because there, Florida has the most anti-vaxxers out of like any state in the union. And I think that like... When your state keeps getting the marks of like the things that happened to the Egyptians in the Old Testament, you should probably start like realizing that maybe you aren't the best people in the world, and maybe you should get your shit together, and maybe you should stop spreading hate like a bunch of bastards, and maybe Ron DeSantis should get like have a, a unicorn shove its horn up somewhere it shouldn't shove it. I mean, I don't know all these things. There was a unicorn in Witcher season three, and I just and now I'm thinking of unicorns doing bad things to Ron DeSantis, but that but that's just besides the point. No, I, I it doesn't surprise me, Ken, because people are stupid and they go. Danny McCarthy told me that if I have a, a vaccine, I will get uh I will get uh, uh autism, and it's just like oh my god, I hate you people, I hate you people so bad, I hate you people so bad, um. But yes, Josh, Josh, as a as a filmmaker yourself, this has to be a pretty inspiring story, though, right? Like these YouTubers who do this and then make this like really well received movie. I don't how much can did you say it made 10 million over the weekend? Yes. At See, one, this is way more of a like I even met like because there's this is the second movie this year to have one of those like stories, right? Like Skin and Marink was one of those stories. I even met the guy and had a good conversation with him and everything. Now he's my friend on Facebook and everything, but that one doesn't um, inspire Did me you... half as much as this one does, for sure. I hope you told him not to listen to our episode about Skin yeah, I, I'm not telling anyone like that, that I have a fucking <laughs> podcast that we just dunked on his fucking movie. No, I... it wasn't me, but my podcast definitely dunked on that fucking movie. So. I mean... To be I fair, was very politically. We, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm gonna meet this fucking guy. I am not saying anything. We weren't like. To be fair, we were honest about it. We weren't trying to be dicks because we're usually very, very, very positive about most movies here. 
and we it just had didn't get to be it. talked about though. Like with the amount yeah. of buzz it had, it didn't yeah. matter if it was positive or not. I think, um, you know, like it's it's not going to hurt it because it's already just way bigger than it probably even should have been. But oh yeah, fucking kudos to those fucking Edmontonians. Fucking well, dude, Edmonton, I mean, one of the worst places to live. I mean, we were talking about, uh, they were talking about it on, like, I saw it on YouTube or something about, like, this movie and then, like, yeah, Skin Marink and then, like, this the high school kid that's making the movie about the back rooms or whatever. Like, it it is. He's like, got to becoming... make it now. Like, the, the amount of fucking, I don't know. Like, there's so many things up in the air about, like, who actually owns the rights to that, like, you know, whatever. I think he's yeah. stubbing his foot, like signing contracts because all the all the Hollywood studios want is now they've made it and now they have their lawyers backing the trademarks of all that shit and it's gonna fuck the the whole vibe of that thing was the fact that it was made in the dark web and you know no one knows who actually owns it and blah 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 and it's like it's the internet doing internet things and making it into yeah. things and it it's not about who owns it or who's making money off of it or who's successful who's not it's it was just it was the meme that was the meme that was the meme and now yeah. it's going to be the meme that's the meme oh shit now it's owned by hollywood all all that other stuff goes away now yep yep hollywood they wants their fucking money as we said, like, yeah, we see we're in the middle of a writer's strike and an actor's strike, and how, how much is... And it, one of the only companies, you guess, that's allowed to make movies right now during the strike is A24, because they're not... They they uh, met all the uh, demands of the, the, the writers and the actors. Of course they did. So, because they're not shit They're people. small enough as well. Like, it's not going to be... They're, they were probably the closest to fair... It, it, you know, regardless, and to become yeah. fair for what they were asking was probably like, oh yeah, no problem. Like that's just yeah. like this much more. But in the other case, it's like, no, our shareholders and I want, you know, another fucking mansion and eight other. F- no, it's fuck off. <laughs> it's capitalism, man. It's capitalism mm-hmm. just over the edge. Ken, I have to ask. Um, with how much it surprised you, like what, uh, what was your uh, when you walked out? Were you like, I did not expect this, like at all? Like, or were you just because I know that you, you're like Josh and I myself that you, you, you seem to generally enjoy most horror, even when it's like not great, but you couldn't just have fun with it. But like, what was that? What was the factor of this film that just like grabbed Kin by this, the you know, the penis the butthole. The, the the kin penis, her spirit penis. What grabbed you by your spirit penis and made you like erect? What made you the spirit trans, penis erect? The transformation that happens when she lets the first one in. Yeah. Like when she sees I made a poster it, out of it. Yeah. When she when she sees the first spirit, I definitely was like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, yeah. that's cool, whatever. But when she lets her in or lets the spirit in and just the whole just the transition of everything and how well it was done. Yeah. Like that really sold me on it. And then the fact that it still kept that like teen childlike element of, oh, my God, that was the most terrible thing I've ever done. 
I feel awful. Let's do it again. Like that was actually kind of cool. Like normally you would think, oh, you know, whatever. But they're kids. So it kind of gives it that a little bit. They knew the tone. Yeah, they did it really well. Um, I was also a little bit worried um, about the like whole social because I've if you don't know this, I have a real issue with the way that social media is portrayed in movies a lot of times, especially when it comes to quote unquote influencers, um, especially when they mention like Twitch streamers and stuff, because they generalize in such a manner that it's sometimes like painful, I guess, to watch. Yeah. It's bad enough that we're cringy. We know we're cringy. Don't put us in a box kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but like when, when the first initial violence happens, I was like, whoa, this is this is pretty good, you know, whatever. And then it just kept going and then it got better. And then the ending at first I was kind of like, eh, but the ending was so good. And I was so glad the way that they brought it back together. I just I really like it got kind of shaky there for a minute, but then it like came back around and I didn't feel like there was too much filler. I didn't feel like there was too much fluff. It I felt mean, like it did a good I job. Loved- I loved how they at the beginning when you you first see it because she's the lead, you see it through her eyes. And I think that the thing that landed that scene even more is that the next time they did it, we got to see it through the other people's eyes and how like because they did it so well, like bringing the audience in on the gag and seeing the ghost and like how they like layered it and actually made it like feel holy shit like kind of crazy and then seeing it from the skeptic's eye and there yeah. was no shaky cam there was no first person view it was just like nothing's happening and you get to like be your own judge of like oh what the hell they're just acting weird and stuff now yeah. but you're not like it, you know enduring it like the audience they, member did before so it, it I gives mean, that juxtaposition went- between the two and it lands both so well I mean, they went full 80s comedy with the montage scene. Like, where they're montaging. It was like South Park. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like, everybody loves a montage. And they're, like, all laughing and, like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And then, but I was thinking it, as we're talking about It shows the adolescence, though. Like, that they're yeah. not taking this seriously and that they're really abusing this thing. And, yeah. yeah. I have to ask, do you think about this? The 90 seconds, how many times were they doing this thing? Someone down the line when this someone figured this shit out that they were like that they were like they nailed down 90 seconds was the safe part because it's like you're thinking about it oh this guy did this for like three minutes and then like he stabbed his like grandma in the face with a chainsaw uh so we should probably not do that long and then like then the next guy does it and then he like like murders a whole like like pen of kittens and you're like oh okay we shouldn't do it for that long like how long down the line with how many horrible things happened before they got to 90 seconds and also i want to say i think it was more from the other side they saw the guy at the party stab his fucking brother and they also were like they were but no no one saw that like no one saw that like the black guy who had it like got the hand from him i don't think he was at that party was he was the well, they all party? heard about it because everyone had social media going. They just yeah. yelled at everyone like, put your fucking phones away. And then he, like that, that opening bit hit hard. And again, with the sound, it added to it. And I was just like, oh, shit, this movie is like, it's going to go hard. And I'm excited now because that Dude. was well fucking done. 
Z- the kid Zoe t- uh, Haley in the in the movie, the, the actor was Zoe Tarakis, the kid with the nose ring, that I wanted to punch every mm-hmm. single time he was on screen. So the guy who he, smokes in her parents' house yeah, and then flicks yeah, the cigarette. Yeah, and it's just like, it's like who is that inst- fucking douchey? And and he was like the main instigator in a lot of, and he was the one like laughing about it, like. I think him and the the black kid who had the hand were like the two like most notable like side characters, right? Yeah. Really, and they were both because the black kid every time he was on screen he made me laugh because he had like that a good sense of humor it seemed like, but those two man I'm like, they were like the, the Zoe like Haley kid was like this bad shit's happening and is like, and as soon as the kid the little brother got fucked up, he like walks out and he's like trying like his first thought process is. How do I get this not to be my fault? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, this little fucker, I just want to strangle him. Let's all and get I our think... stories straight. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you little bitch. And he just seems like. Yeah, the, but the he, violence the... of that little kid smashing his head got yeah. very violent. And then oh, dude, the prosthetics yeah. they put on after were fucking insane. Dude. And they ramped that up into the fact that when he did it the second time yeah. in the shower, I was like, oh. Well, and you already I, feel the kid's pain and you feel this yeah. empathy for him. So when he's then hurting himself even more, it's like you usually don't see the after effects of a horror, horrific event yeah. in horror movies. They like, they really use that character to like drive the like, the horrific yeah. like events. Okay. I want to spoil, spoil. I know we've light spoiling a lot of this stuff. I want to spoil, spoil. So if you're like listening and haven't seen this, go watch it because it's fucking dope. Um, Spoiler alert. Three, two, one. I have to ask because I want to ask you guys like thing on this. The thing that this is what kind of drove what I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. At the end of the movie, she's dead. Had died from whatever like being pushed and ran yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, but. She then sees Riley and that his family like getting out of the hospital, and it's like she's really there because so she's dead. I'm, so time is like, you know, doing but, whatever. But but that's like, like, so was it time or was that the demon or whatever the fuck it was had a grip on her because she was the first one that went over ninety seconds and was using her to fucking channel into Riley. That's what I'm wondering. How did because they said they're never gonna let go, and she dies, and then they let go of him. I was trying to figure out how that fucking happened because she was being manipulated to like she saw what they wanted her to see. Yeah, it doesn't mean, well, I mean that he was actually being held and uh, all that stuff, right? Like I don't know. But I mean, at but the same it, time, he hurt himself and then was a demon again. So. Yeah. yeah, I. That, it could be that's why, either or. That's kind of like the logic that I was like, kind of like, I was like, I wish I got a little bit more information out of why that happened in that way and how the channel, it was like, it was like almost like it follows like with demon possession, right? Like it was like, it was like, okay, this is going to be, this person going to do this and then this person. But like, it wasn't a big deal. I just want to talk about it because it was the only thing that I was like, and it wasn't a bad thing. I just wanted to know more. I wanted to know more about the little things that I didn't need to know everything, but it was just like the ending, especially I'm just like, also the only other time I've ever dropped my jaw in a movie theater 
uh, was like hereditary when the girl hit the fucking head, the, the light pole was she fucking stabbed her dad and my dad, my jaw went. Mm. I loved it. Like it was because it was like and, it was leading up to it. It was like this preconceived thing in her head that was yeah, manifesting what was going to happen. Yeah. As fuck. Well, I mean. It was you got that like that pre con like that pre like oh this is like she's seeing shit was the toe sucking scene right we've talked about the toe sucking scene already and how that led to her stabbing her dad in the fucking throat which I and I don't even know I might not that might have been like a a gasp but either that or the fucking I might have actually gasped or, or like dropped my jaw when I that I thought she had plunged riley on top See, of the fucking moving cars the way i, it I completely ended though with the the her holding the hands with the the other foreign people from who knows where i love that there is no explanation like the fact that you wanted an explanation was the whole thing that i love that there wasn't because that was just yeah. enough to explain that it's going to continue and it's it was obviously happening before so it doesn't yeah. matter anything it's just that this is a thing and it's just enough of this world to leave me satisfied but still wanting more and i think if they over explained it or gave you what you wanted to be satisfied yeah. at the end it would have been too ex you know too much exposition and it would have i feel like they left all that out and made it just perfect for me you know what? this movie kind of reminds me of heroin like like the, these people were doing something because it was euphoric and but they were doing it and it could pretty much fucking kill you right and like that's kind of what it kind of like i was thinking about that as we we're talking about today because like they were talking about how like the, they do this the, you know they t do this experience and it's so good that they're like they keep wanting to do it even though it's dangerous right so it's like that weird thing and maybe riley was like like a, a easier target because he was you know under you know he was younger i or whatever but i don't know man i I really did dig this movie. I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. And like, I, I don't know. It was that thing where like, I, I don't know completely what I was kind of missing a little bit, but like, that doesn't matter. I had a fucking blast with it regardless. You know, like I, I enjoyed what this movie did and what it set out to do, you know? Hell yeah. So Ken, Yes. What else do you have to say about this? Because you you were very enthusiastic about it. I want to make sure you get everything that you wanted to say out about it too. No, <laughs> you don't have to, but I was no, I was really enthusiastic about it. Um, I was very like I walked out of it and I was excited. Like I said, I haven't um, I don't know, I haven't had that grit of an experience in a theater in a while. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to rewatch it. I saw that it looks like it might be streaming on Hulu already. So I definitely want to watch it. I think that's, I may be wrong though. Hold on. Yeah. That would be real quick. I mean, but if it already made 10 million and it's still in theaters and on Hulu, I wouldn't be surprised. Sorry. Uh, talk to me. Uh, August 19th. Okay. So it got like basically three weeks. Uh, two months after the Japanese release date, so. Oh, it's been out in Japan already. Wow. Oh, this. I see, guess... uh, this, 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 this. I wonder how much it blew up in Japan because this seems like a very Japanese horror movie, man. Like it would be, right up, like you know, like Ringu and and like all that stuff, you know. So, um, yeah, man, I dug it. Josh, 
What else do you want to say about this before we get out of here? Fucking watch it. <laughs> yes, listen to Josh. Watch it. This movie's great, man. Hey, like I haven't it was felt impre- like I don't know. Like I think actually, I love that you do bring a smile because Smile was one of the the fir- first movies in a long time that I felt like, oh shit, and like I was kind of like yeah. anticipating and like feeling scared like actually kind of like oh my god this movie had that feeling for me for a long time it took you to a place that made you feel different in whatever way not right and then left you there and then you're just like oh fuck so i i felt like kind of like uh uh for it makes you uneasy yeah yeah, the whole movie made me feel uneasy and like i love that a movie has that much power and knows exactly what it's doing to create that vibe I mean, the violence is one thing. And then, like, I I don't even think we talked about it. Her mom's suicide was such an uncomfortable thing. And it was such a driving force for her the whole film. Um, the scratching like, sound? Ugh. Yeah. The sound, the sound design in this movie was, like... It was pretty funny, though. Like, in the, the like documentary thing they had about them going to Cannes. They're, like, their uh, DP was there with them. And, like, they... Uh, the, the cans you know film booklet about the films and like the dp was like for their for talk to me was question mark and the guy's like what like he was freaking out yeah yeah, they, yeah like, i watched that <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about then like yeah but man i it's just cool seeing young creative people getting a chance to do something fucking dope like this and i know that like and let's be real Four point whatever million dollars is a lot of money for us. It's jack shit for Hollywood. And I know it was a lot for these kids, right? But like, but like, it just shows you like four million into $10 million over the weekend and it's going to keep making money. And I'm not saying it's going to make a hundred million dollars. Look at what Barbie is doing though. It's like getting close to a billion already. Like, holy shit. I had no desire to see that. And now I really want to see it because not because of like, it being popular, but because I thought that the overall message was going to be something completely different. So now I really want to see it. I do still really want to see Oppenheimer, though, and I really wish I could see... I'm seeing it in 70 millimeter tomorrow. I want to see it so bad in 70, but, like, that's a five-hour drive. (laughs) Yeah. For a three-hour movie, too. Yeah. That's a whole day. (laughs) That's a whole adventure, man. Whole last day. Fuck that. Yeah, no, man. Um, no, this movie is dope, man. I and I think that like these guys getting like it's funny, it was it was funny watching them like get like recognition from like Jordan Peele and Ari Aster and like Stephen Everyone's King. just calling them like wow. Yeah. That's just a, that type uh, of shit, like instantly. Like the buzz was like fucking instant for this movie, and that's yeah. cool. Well, dude, I mean, I see why it it's like that kind of movie where like it hits you and it like leaves that when something like not much makes me feel uneasy these days. But this movie fucking managed to do it like you were talking about, Josh. It makes you feel like like I, I got more like it didn't scare me. It made me feel uneasy a lot. But then it but it did. It had scenes after the eyeball scene where he's like trying to pull his mm-hmm. own eyeball out. I was like, uh, I was like, uh, it was so good. Uh, so here's the thing, it, right? It, my that's problem, the 11. My problem with that whole scene wasn't the eyeball scene, and it wasn't even something they emphasized. It was this teeth. 
because I have a problem with teeth. Anytime that oh. there's like teeth knocked out or anything, yeah. that really fucks with me. So like him digging his eyeball out, I was like, oh man, that's really cool. Like, look at how they did that. And then I noticed that like it had shown that he had like bashed some of his teeth and I was like, nope. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'll watch him pull an eyeball out all day. I don't want to see broken teeth. You could, nope. yeah, his, when he was in the hospital bed, mm-hmm. he had no like teeth. his teeth were fucked up. They were fucked up. And it's just like, and that's a great detail that like, oh yeah. It may sound silly to be like, oh, yeah, it's a great detail. But like some places don't do that, like really high end budget movies. They'll have somebody get the crud kicked out of them and then suddenly miraculously their teeth are okay. Well, they were doing this thing in that where like they they had added details just to fuck with you. Like his arm was all bitten up. They didn't show you how his arm got all bitten up. Oh, no, he bit himself right off the bat. Yeah. Oh, did he? Because he bit his his. I know yeah, he bit he, his sister. Yeah, he bit his sister, but then he bit himself in the oh. hospital as well. Oh, I, I before he started him. bashing his head, dude. Him bashing his head in that the shower, it just I was like, and then licking the blood was so evil. Dead. It was, yeah. it was so evil, good. It was such a yeah. good way of doing it. It was just like, oh, the like because. Self harm is always kind of hard for me to watch, but like it's like that level of like that just it's just pure like rage, right? It's just like ra- it like exercise like it's very like possession movie type thing. That's another thing about this. It's very much a possession movie with like without like we talked about it when you guys went and saw the 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 Pope's Exorcist, right? Which was like oh, it's very formulaic, but it does what it does you know well, but like. This movie isn't formulaic at all with a lot of things, right? I mean, it has formulaic elements, but I just thought it was a blast. I really did. Um, okay, guys, what are we going to talk about next week? We kind of brought it up next, like, whatever. But, like, I don't know. I kind of ha- don't have anything specifically I'm I'm targeting right now besides Martyrs at some point. Uh, but I kind of want to do Martyrs for 150. So that's two weeks. So what do you guys want to do next week? I do not care. Whatever you would like to do. Um, because my only other options are other things I think been thinking about. I've been thinking about that Brooklyn Forty Five movie. Um, and I don't. Oh, Cooties was a as uh, Master Garo was suggesting. I wouldn't kind of. I kind of wouldn't mind watching Cooties, but right. Josh is like shaking his head over there. Not what, bad. What's your right? What, was... what, what do you? I don't know. It doesn't look that great. I did start watching something. It's uh, another Black Fawn movie uh, called Astonishing Tales of Terror, Rocktopussy. Okay, no, it's, we're not watching. It's we're fantasy not watching comedy it. horror. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll talk about it and we'll tweet out what we're going to watch next week. I don't know what we're going to watch, so... Okay, you beautiful people. I love the shit out of both of you. Even Josh when I want to strangle him. Even Josh when I want to strangle him. <laughs> I love the shit out of both of you. Okay, guys. Go to murdermoose.com to follow us there. Um, all the episodes are up there. We have Murder Moose on YouTube. Go find us there. Um, uh, we go to joshwrb.com and joshwrb. Uh, what's your wrbdesign.co? Was that what it was? I got That's it. That's it. I got it. We got continue.com. 
stdhotel.com, stdhotel.com, quaintaint.com, only nouns, and and then I the new one. Continue.fit. Yeah, continue.fit, all those things. Because she's fucking Johnson. fit. She is, man. Ken will kick your ass. Um, all these things. So I'm Rod underscore Johnson on X, Twitter. Fuck you, Elon. And Twitch to follow me there. And do what is it so. actually X? Like that's oh, the yeah. dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yep. He he just wanted to see the movie X, and now he's. So, and the best part was he took the guy who had the X moniker and just reassigned his. Thing. <laughs> yeah, he straight up pulled it. What? Straight yep. up fucking pulled it, and then when they went to take the stuff down off the Twitter building to pull down the logos and stuff or the signage to put up the X, they didn't have the right permits, so they had to like stop it. And then they put up the X and it looks like a shitty ass Hollywood nightclub from like the early 90s. And it's super fucking bright and it's right out some of some people's windows and it is not going well. They're putting in like an investigation to see if the brightness levels are too high. God, ah! you, what, what like, an idiot. You paid $45 billion for a name, dude. And you're changing the name because you're a fucking moron and you can't figure out how to get your shit together. And yeah. it must be nice to have the kind of money to just intentionally meme on people for grins and giggles when the rest of us are out here struggling. And like, I'm very, very lucky. And I know that I have privilege. There are people out there that like, oh, never mind. Anyway, it was great having <laughs> you guys checking us out. Make sure that you follow us everywhere. <laughs> I love you, kid. Okay, guys. Follow us <laughs> next week. Well, yeah, we'll tune out what we're going to f- watch next week. Who knows? Okay, guys. We love you. Have a good time. We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Wow. Ah! 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 Oh, it's in the game. Oh, it's in the game. <laughs>